What has happened, everybody? Welcome to episode 118 of your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today we're going to talk about how everyone wants change, but ain't nobody want to do the shit that it takes to actually make change happen inside. We have some fire for you guys that I think you're really going to enjoy. As always, the Gordai Podcast brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley at checkout. It's going down. Happy New Year, you guys. I'll see you inside. I have a I have a funny story I haven't told you about yet. Okay, I'm ready. Are you guys ready for this? So some of you guys might think this is pretty fucked up, but like so Scott knows how I operate. And so you know that my response was just like laughing really fucking hard. Uh-huh. Um the 116 yep. was a massive podcast. Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of new listeners were mm-hmm. on that podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh so th- that was the real pandemic, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, so <laughs> it's still getting shared a lot. Is it? Yeah, 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 it is. It is. We have got tagged in it quite a bit. So um, <clears throat> something kind of funny happened with that podcast that Scott and I ran into a while back. So I had someone like share the podcast um, and she was like saying all these nice things. And then she said, I couldn't help. But like as an ICU nurse, like working with COVID right now, I couldn't help but not become extremely concerned about Justin's breathing while he's talking on the podcast. <laughs> so then so that happened first. So like, why would I? This like, is normal. Like, like, why'd you tag me in that? Like, you're <laughs> like, you're looking throwing shade. What? Like, I think it's funny. Honestly, right? it's better than it was. It, it, yeah. <laughs> right. Like last time it's, I was fucking 280 pounds. It, it definitely wasn't this good. Yeah. Go back uh, to the whiteboard talks. Wait, yeah but then another lady shared a um, text conversation she was having with like a doctor friend that she shared the podcast with Mm -hmm. and they were trying to diagnose why i was breathing so heavy and i messaged back it was so at the recording at the time of recording that last podcast i was 286 yeah like i'm 286 pounds you have any idea how hard it is to breathe yeah fucking 286 pounds i have nothing wrong with me there's no medical condition it's just i need a lot of oxygen yep and I get really excited when we talk. Yep. And so sometimes I talk. So like how I talk on the podcast, I don't really talk that fast in person. Yeah. Um, no, when you get on a roll, you kind of yeah. let it roll and you forget to take a breath. Yeah. I, do, I do the same thing. Yeah. Like yeah. you get excited and you're passionate about like what the fuck we're talking about. You like let it run. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of let it ride. But like in person, if you've ever had a conversation with me, like I'm very high energy, very upbeat. But I don't talk like that fast. Honestly, I've noticed the only times you hear the heavy breathing is here yeah or back when we recorded whiteboard videos yeah other than that that's never there no if i'm like under 280 it seems like it's not a thing no well, i even think of the environment like oh, you said, yeah. the gym like if you're at the gym i never yeah. even notice it yeah but you didn't think about that until now yeah yeah no th- that that actually is really interesting no so like i thought that was pretty fucking funny that like people are starting about me i'm fine i'm just huge like i'm i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine i'm, I'm just a, huge i'm massive like if you ever meet me in person you're gonna be like that's i mean you're a huge guy you're just like a this jolly be, motherfucker we have a ton of shirt ideas from this fucking podcast i'm fine i'm just huge i'm fine i'm just huge <laughs> oh shit <laughs> no but really so um i hope all you had a fantastic new year's I I know I had a great New Year's. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the Ohio State uh, Buckeyes beat the absolute helpless breaks off of Clemson. You know, I think in bowl preparation, mm-hmm. um, I think I, I, I just I feel like Clemson was kind of more worried about how much how much they could run their mouths. Okay. Rather than actually win the football game. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Ohio State was, you know, out to handle some business. And I mean, my God, they got the absolute shit pushed in. Like yeah. the final score is 21 points. If you watch that game, it was not 21 points. Damn. Like that was a that was a massacre. It wow. was 
brutal. I, I mean, it was brutal. It, it was beautiful to watch, you know, on my end. But it's also like, man, when you, when you kind of see someone get what's coming. Mm-hmm. And Clips has got some dudes on that team who are just bad people. <laughs> like you just sell like you're a fucking idiot. Really? And yeah, I'm not saying everyone at Ohio State's fucking sure, idiot. Sure. God, at least they act like they're fucking classy on the field sure. for three hours. Sure, sure, sure. So I was really happy to see that. We're going to the game. Yeah, yeah, um, you told me. We got national championship game tickets. Um, in Miami. In Miami. Gonna be sick. Yeah, so that's gonna be really cool. Is while I you know, as I was buying them, I actually I can't lie, I got very, very, very emotional about it. Because like that, that was never a thing. Yeah. Like when I was growing up, I never thought there was a prayer that I would ever be able to have the resources to go watch a national championship. Have you been to one before? Never. This is the first one. Yeah. Oh shit. No, we didn't have money. With the way you talk about it, it just seemed like you've done it before. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No way. This is the first one. That's going to be sick. I'll never miss an Ohio State Natty. There's only 18,000 fans going. Yep. And Megan and I are two of them. Yep. <laughs> so we're really excited about that. It's, um, it's, it's definitely going to be really cool, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if, if we're able to finish the job. But you know, the experience is going to be neat. Like, how many people get to go to a national championship? You know, game like that's dope. I know, because like especially during so fun, cool. especially the COVID games. area too. Like, not many people have even been to football games. Yeah, you know, I haven't. I haven't this whole and, year. Yeah, and like you. When's the last like, time you've been I'll, to a football game? Yeah, I'll fly to Columbus like two or three times a year to check out a game. Last time I was at one was last uh, you and Megan um, went right December twenty sixth last year. High State Clemson yeah. the festival. Yep, yep, out in Arizona. Yeah, or December twenty eighth. Yeah, that was the last time I was at one. So I'm really, I'm, I'm really fucking looking forward to that. Um, if any of you guys, I know I got uh, some messages from some Ohio State and Alabama fans uh, listening to this podcast, and you guys are going. I would love to uh, see you. I know we're all gonna have masks on and shit, but I still stand out quite a bit with masks. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll still be pretty easy to find. Um, but the topic that I really want to touch on today, um, it goes really in line with, you know, all the new year stuff and, you know, everything happening right now <clears throat> is everyone, every, you know, everyone looks for opportunity for change or everyone looks for an excuse to change or a reason to change or an outlet to change or, you know, whatever it might be, just everyone looks for change. And I, you know, don't say everyone, um, uh, loosely here i say it and it's meaning i mean there's i mean there's scott and i want to change mm-hmm. right like you never really look at your life and just say you know what i'm good <laughs> like, yeah, well i right. fucking hope not you always want to try to make it better yeah yeah like there, there's just something here and there um, that you want to change but like you know even for you know for scott and i but you know scott's picked up some um exciting but new projects recently mm-hmm. that like there's not always time to put effort into change and when I say that, understand that, like, yeah, I know, like, everyone has 24 hours in a day. Well, fuck, if you work for 21 of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to rest pr- at some you, point. you work, rest, and yeah. training. And, 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 and like, hopefully eat. Yeah, hopefully eat. Hopefully. <laughs> um, That's the key. That, it, you know, you have to be in the right environment to actually have um, uh, change. And I think a large issue that I see with folks, and, I mean, there's a myriad that I want to discuss, and I think this podcast is going to be really helpful, actually, because... I used to be that person. I used to be the person that just wanted to change and never actually what it took. But the one thing is, if you don't change your environment, then you're not going to change at all. Um, the, you want change. You want to take forward steps. You want to do all that stuff. But you still surround yourself with the people who hold you back the most. Mm. Well, <laughs> You're never going to you're, you're never going to get what you're looking for. You're you're chasing a rabbit that doesn't exist. Right. 
you're never going to find it. You're never going to hunt it down. Um, you know, you're, you're never actually going to, um, you know, get over the hurdle, get over the bridge where right now. The first start, the first part of change is you need to change your environment. You need to change the way you speak, the way you talk to yourself, the way you do things, all of that stuff. Everyone goes into a new year. They hear I'm saying everyone loosely. A lot of people go into a new year and, you know, it's resolutions and goals. And like mm-hmm. everyone here knows how to sure. feel about that. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, that's stupid. Yeah. I remember one New Year's, I was like, you know, my resolution is I'm not going to say fuck for the first month. I lasted a little bit. Dude, what about the message I got from that angry woman who was like listening to the podcast and she said, you say fuck oh, the so cuss much. words. Yeah. yeah well, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Like, you know, honestly. let me tell a funny story. Yeah. Uh, so, you know this, my yeah. mom. So when we were doing, I don't, this is, I don't kind of looking back. I don't know why I asked her. Yeah. But remember we were doing whiteboard videos yeah. and I was captioning all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I sent these videos to my mom. Yeah. Mind you, everybody listening, Justin talked the same for his whole fucking life. My basically. whole fucking life. Yeah. And she's like. I, I said, mom, I have a preface. I need a warning. <laughs> There's a cuss word everywhere. And she goes, oh, it's fine. I think it's no big deal. Said, oh, yeah. it's fine. She texts me 20 seconds in and she's like, oh my God, you weren't kidding. <laughs> so, you know, what's funny. I was talking to um, some friends about, I can't really remember who. I think some people were like making fun of her in my DMs. I, I only shout it to my close friends. I didn't share it. I, I don't think. I can't, I can't really remember. That's I don't even know what you're talking about. It doesn't, the, oh, the, the woman? Yeah, the woman. I think like, you just said. texted it to me. Okay, or you just DM'd I, it to me. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't sound like something I share on the mm-hmm. open air, but it depends what mood you catch me in. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a little ballsy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think that it provides like emphasis, right? Like I'm yeah. not going to the national championship. I'm going to the fucking national championship. Game. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it, yeah. it provides. And dude, I like I speak from a place of passion, like just like Scott does. And like, dude, sometimes again, like we just get all those rolls, and it's yeah. just like it's just coming, it's just spewing. My, my favorite ones are like, "Let's fucking go!" Yeah, I'm like, yeah. are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Like, those are all positive. I think <laughs> when are. the cuss words come through yeah. and they're negative and demeaning, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. I but they're really negative. They're really never like, negative. He's gonna build the story. Yeah. Right. Like they kind of build the message and they kind of help get it. There's a level of intensity to the, yeah. to the swear word. Yeah, there yeah. is. So I'm not going to stop fucking saying fuck in 2020. Actually, I'm going to fucking say fuck a hell of a fucking lot more in fucking 2021. This, this podcast be called fucking fuck fuck. Yeah, dude, I'm really sorry to listen to this with your kids. Oh, I promise. Some, I actually love some kids. people do listen to this. That are, you know, I, I got a DM with that. I know. I know. God makes me feel bad. Yeah. But Back to the task at hand that we are trying to divulge here. The problem I see is that change always starts internally. And I think people view a lot of external factors as a larger uh, force behind why they are where they are or, you know, X, Y, Z. It's, it falls in line with like victim mentality, but not all of these people have inherent victim mentality. Um, victim mentality is more so. I'm not where I want to be because Scott's where he is. Mm. Like that's kind of more so victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I think that this is just more so people have a really, really, really hard time, you know, truly looking in the mirror and just, we've talked about it how many times on this podcast, just assessing, mm-hmm. you know, just a very simple um, uh, reflection of how things are going, you know, um, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. So, Saturday night, uh, we went out with some friends, uh, went to a rave and dude, actually like it was just Volcan's house DJ and ended up being like all of our favorite, like rave that we've had together. Really? That's cool. It it was just like, it was just kind of the perfect night. Right. Yeah. Um, and so all day Sunday, 
Um, so, you know, we, we had a fantastic MDMA trip and, um, we actually, um, I was actually convinced to allow those of us who took MDMA to kind of do more than we usually do. Like I'm very hard to convince on that. Okay. I, I stand, I stand my ground very firm, but I also kind of saw the energy of the group was just kind of ridiculous at the time. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I think, I think something inherently good can come out of this. And there are there were certain people in our group who needed to work through some things. Okay, fair. And so I felt like I could help them. Sure. Um, so, you know, those of us who, you know, partook in this, um, we, we took quite a bit more than we commonly do. Um, and it really just kind of helped us open our minds, expand our minds, you know, ego dissolution, all the things I always kind of talk about, um, really be in check and in tune with your vibe, with what's going on within your life, with what's going on within things you need to assess and, you know, it carried over into Sunday. And so all day, dude, all day Sunday, we all just sat out in the living room and none of us really had, man, none of us really on our phones very much from, you know, honestly, what I recall, Mm. um, I remember just sitting there for hours on end, um, you know, like still feeling effects of the role. Sure. Just working through things and just extremely gratified. Interesting. And okay. and just very clear minded. But, you know, facing things that, eh, you know, I'm probably not super thrilled with how I'm handling right now in life. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. And you're just kind of allowing them all to come up. Um, there's so much power in that. And what's wild is so now it's Tuesday we're recording this podcast. You know, two days later, I still feel such an unbelievably grounded and gratifying effect. I I um I feel like there's a I feel like I became a better version of myself through Saturday night and then Sunday, like throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's a powerful place to be, but when I'm having those conversations, realizations, whatever it is with myself, dude, I mean, yeah, it sucks. Like it sucks. Cause like some of them are hard. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. one thing in particular that I just hate how I'm handling it. Right okay. Now. Okay. I absolutely hate it. And I feel like I have no fucking control over it. And I'm trying to grasp control over the situation okay. yeah. and it's just gone. <clears throat> like it's yeah. not there. And, but I gained a lot. Of maybe that's the problem. And maybe it is the problem, but I also don't think I've given it the attention that it needs okay. for it to be mitigated overall. And I think that's kind of my, conclusion i came to it okay. is you need to give this more attention yeah you need to like water this one a little bit more okay and make sure you're able to um you know fix whatever you think it's not even about fixing right? it's just to, to make it more optimal okay make the okay. situation more optimal. fair um and actually I, i've talked to nobody about it i just talked to it about myself none of my friends even heard me fucking say that just a podcast and you <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't even know what it is yeah no, yeah no, which no. is like, totally fine but that's yeah. cool to think about like yeah. the realization you had or the thought processes yeah. you went through to get to that point but then the last two days what i've been doing i've been giving that so much energy mm-hmm. i've been giving it so much attention just with myself and like now i feel way better from it right mm. So it's a process, you guys. It's not like you're going to look yourself in the mirror and be like, oh, you know, fuck, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. That's wrong. And this is, um, you know, this is how I'm going to fix it. Boom. Done. It's fixed. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's not this is going to work. Like it's long term stuff. And, you know, especially if you really want change. True change takes a lot of time. True Mm -hmm. change takes a shit ton of time. So people need to start internally. What do you allow? What do you accept? How do you talk to yourself? How do you talk to others? What actions do you take? How do you manage your ego? How do you manage the way that you choose to make those around you feel? And I want to make a note on, 
speaking of how you make those around you feel, because there's so much focus on positivity. And honestly, positivity isn't always inherently a good um, I don't want to say like a good thing. It's not positivity is not always the right way to handle situations. Okay. Um, now this doesn't mean, you know, you get into an argument at the fucking bar and like you just fight them because mm-hmm. being positive is, you know, it's not a good option. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this, this is more so handling yourself, handling your friends, um, handling people or things that you care about. Okay. Um, and my, this is just my opinion. I'm not telling you guys that this is the right or the wrong way. It's just, It's my opinion. What does positivity do for us when you're dealing with someone who continues to accept their own bullshit, who continues to just be weak, who continues to not finish ideas or not actually follow through with anything they say, who refuses to grow and actually evolve and adapt? You want to tell them it's okay because the reality is it's not okay. The reality is you have to change. And as I've alluded to on this podcast before, if you really want to change and you want to surround yourself with people who make you change, I don't think there's anyone better be surrounded by them than Scott and myself. Like, <laughs> I mean, quite frank, we're, well, I'm brutal. Scott's sure. just, Scott See, has a different approach. That's what I was going to say is my yeah. approach is different. But I don't think it's inherently, still can be brutal, but I don't think it's inherently negative. No. You know I, what I mean? It, it, is mine. It mine might be like, I'm not okay. going to, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, cause I know some clients who you really yeah. want to push hard and yeah. it's more from a loving perspective and not from a, like a hate perspective. Yeah. It's never from a hate perspective. Yeah. It's not like you're fucking up and you suck and you better fix this yeah. shit. It's more of like, listen, this is kind of, there's some things I've noticed yeah. and some things I think you can improve upon. Yeah. It's taking a soft approach to yeah. it. That's how I, that's how I operate. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I, I, I do agree with that. Like with my clients, that's kind of the approach I sure. take. Well, with some of them, with some of them, I know that I can be just outright brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's selective. Yeah. Yeah. And it has to be, I think. Yeah. You have to know everyone has their coaching style. They're going to respond yeah. right. And I, like there's some clients I can tell they suck. Yeah. If Matt thinks I'm sucking, he needs to tell me that I suck. Sure. Cause you're and one of those people. Yeah. That that's that. what's going to get across to me. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, he, he actually responded to a check in one, maybe three or four months ago talking about your arm training sucks. Oh, really? Like from someone who's considered an amazing exercise physiologist, you know, I was like, I need to fix this. Yeah. You are right. And I need to fix this. And now the last two check-ins I sent, he complimented Mars because <laughs> they've come up so much. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Dude, okay. dude, they've actually both gone up three quarters of an inch. Look at that. Since he made that Fuck comment. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's cool. a shit ton of growth. Yeah. But there's, you know, in, in my personal care circle, if you will, the people that I care about in uh-huh. life, I, I'm very, I'm very, very, very brutal. And I feel like I've had some many very brutal conversations of late and it's not, I I never want to come from a place of, you know, I I'm saying this because I'm better than you. I haven't figured out like what's the resume. And I think people respect a resume, right? People respect something that has something tangible attached to it. Mm -hmm. And you know, you if I, I think that's why people in our friend group, um, you know, look up to you and I because our resumes are pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of winning happening on my resume, not mm-hmm. just in bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of winning really. in, I mean, almost every segment of my life, there's elements of winning mm-hmm. that have happened. You've been around and you've done and you've experienced a lot of things sure. in your life. A lot of things that other people haven't. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to be the friend to kind of step up and be a leader of your group and you're going to actually be the one who kind of for, you know, you're going to be hard on people. 
you better have something backing it up. Sure. Because if there's nothing backing it up, then, I mean, I have people <laughs> the other day at the gym. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. Here we go. I crushed these Hatfield squats like 545 for fucking like 13. It was fucking stupid. Okay. It was unreal. Yeah. And some do with, I mean, I think he's like a new trainer house again. He's like, uh-huh. I'm sure he means well. I'm sure he's like a nice guy. I'm sure all this stuff. He was like talking kind of over his breath. Sure. Like he, he, he was trying to one up me from afar. Yeah. Which was, which is really funny because, uh, you know, if again, I think he's probably, he probably means well. He's probably a really good guy. But my God, if you look at us standing next to each other, you never listen to a word the guy said. Really? <laughs> I mean, he has, he's pretty pudgy. He has a pretty shit. Okay, busy. fair. Um, I think he's a young guy. He definitely acts like he's really young and like uh, new. Like his yeah. ego's massive. This is something I have a problem with, actually. Yeah. I'm a very, sometimes I'll judge people a little too fast. Yeah. So, like, let's, I'm, there's, I'm not talking about anybody specifically. You do, but don't let's you? Say, it's kind of funny. Let's say it's a coach who doesn't look like a, yeah. they could be a coach, right? I mean, yeah. you got, to me, you got to yeah. kind of look like it. Yeah, no, right? I agree. This is kind of the same concept. 100%. And so I, I kind of get what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like a coach like always look better than their athletes. Like I also yeah. say better listen because I have athletes who are way better than me. You, that's, know? you know, that's what but I mean, like, though. Yeah, but but like I, I'm holding a fucking precedent here. Like I sure. just share my physique picture. Say I don't think anyone would say that I have a shitty physique. Sure, like, sure. I, I think there's a unanimous agreement that I probably am pretty good. What I do, even I think it's like it, it's like 175 pounds, six foot one yeah, guy. Yeah, says wow, yeah. that looks terrible. Yeah, and you're 100 pounds yeah. heavier than this yeah. height. And I'm just you like crushing I mean? him. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I you need to have a resume. You need to have something backing it up. Um, if you're gonna be that friend, I'm that friend. I'm that friend. I volunteer to be that friend. Scott's definitely that friend when it's needed. Sure. Like if Scott's becoming that friend, you've probably fucked up a lot. <laughs> it's usually but, when somebody asks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or it's when someone asks. So number one, don't allow your ego to be bigger than your resume. You know, understand kind of where you're at if you're going to be in the realm of kind of tr- trying to help others. And if you're going to be helping others, you goddamn, you goddamn better be helping yourself. You better be doing the shit that you're preaching. I hate that. That's my pet peeve. That's rough. That's my fucking pet peeve. Like, the fuck are you to tell someone to do this shit? We don't need to do it yourself. Yeah, that's rough. Hate. I hate that. You know what's funny? Actually, this podcast. um, It's the definition of hypocrisy. Yeah, it really is. No, no, it it really is. It's it's kind of disgusting. Yeah, Frank. This podcast has forced me to be much more accountable with myself because of some of the things that we talk about. Even yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I've always been hard. But man, this podcast took it to a new level. Like you can't be telling these fucking people one thing and then you don't fucking live up to yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you better be fucking it's on the internet. In the face. It's on the Honestly, internet. a it's good, permanent. a good, a good rule of thumb if you have the balls to do it is put shit on the internet. That, yeah, and yeah. Then hold yourself accountable. And live to up that. to it. Yeah. yeah, like the Lamborghini conversation we go. had in yeah. USA and all that stuff. Yeah. So, what are you actually accomplishing? Put down on paper. I, I, I don't want to leave this yet because if there's nothing. Here, if there's nothing on this accomplishment list, well, nobody should be turning to you for advice. And honestly, your biggest goal in 2021 should be adding shit to that list. If your list is empty, if someone asks you, what what have you accomplished? What's your resume? And you have nothing that's actually impressive. You have nothing that, you know, not you have nothing that stands out. You have nothing that's unique to you. Well, 
you need to start there first. You need to start adding things to that fucking list. Like in 2021, we have a whole ass fucking year. You know how much you can accomplish in 365 days? It's absolutely unfucking believable. And, you know, you're dragging your feet. You're not doing the shit that you should be doing. Right now, it's kind of time to change that and add something to that list, right? What do you do right now to push your agenda further? If you don't have an agenda, why not? Do you not trust yourself enough with having responsibility? That should kind of be what you're focused on changing. Again, you know, change comes from a culmination of actions, right? Change doesn't just come with the snap of your fingers because you want something to just be done and be here. A lot of things contribute to change. Your internal environment, your external environment, what who you are being, what your resume is, and what your word means or your agenda, like I word it here. What what's that mean to you? And how are you going to back it up? Right? Everyone wants to have a say, but has no reason to be listened to. It's kind of social media. Mm-hmm. Right? Social media has made that thing because everyone has a voice. Mm-hmm. But like without repercussion. Without repercussion. That's the, that's the key yeah. factor, I you, think. You you know, you can message me or comment on my picture, you know, say whatever you want, but through social media, I can't break your nose. Yeah. And well, in person, you're probably not going to say anything. And you can do whatever the fuck I you want. Break your nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and having the fear of having your nose broken is probably going to prevent you from having, a, you know, saying yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I know it's prevented me from saying a lot of things. It's like, it, or it's like, let's say you work a corporate job and yeah. you, you know, your, your boss doesn't have, Twitter. Yeah. And you start subtweeting shit because yeah, you want to vent. Because yeah. you want to vent. And then yeah. you're not calling them out directly, but you say, these kinds of people piss me off. Yeah. I mean, you can't say that to their face and that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't say to your face you don't have any fucking balls or you just don't believe the shit you're fucking saying anyways. Yeah. Like you're just venting because you're not where you want to be in life, right? And that happens a lot. But look, I used to, I used to kind of be this way. I would just kind of talk without any substance, like things, nothing really backing it up. I was like, I was trying to be something I, you know, was, I was, Try to share my share my thoughts that were coming from a place without having any, you know, any accomplishment. So you can change. It just it starts with doing something, you know, doing literally one thing. And, you know, the first thing that I would recommend, like I talked about here is like assess internal. How are you speaking to yourself? What are you accepting? What are you allowing? How are you speaking to others? How do you make others feel? How are you controlling your own ego? Are you in control of your own ego? Why do you have why, why, why do you have a strong or a weak ego? That was one of the first podcasts we did. That mm-hmm. was like in the teens. Yeah. That was a really fucking good one though. Do something. Just literally just do something that's noteworthy. Move on to your next task. When, when you become achievement focused rather than clout chasing, <laughs> take note, fitness coaches. When you become <laughs> achievement focused rather than clout chasing, you'll actually become someone people admire. And again, no, it's not that you all have goals to be like admired by people. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. But if no one kind of, if no one looks up to you, then like yeah. you probably don't, you probably aren't doing anything. Yeah. I mean, right? <laughs> you probably don't have impact. You probably sure. don't have a word that's really listened to. You sure. probably haven't accomplished much. Sure. Right. So like, I think, um, I think seeking admiration through your work, I think that's powerful. Like, you don't take photos just to keep in your camera. Yeah. You don't take photos yeah. just to keep on the SD card. Like you, like you take photos, like share, have memories to mm-hmm. share memories mm-hmm. to um, allow other people like myself or Savannah to mm-hmm. share the team Haley coaches mm-hmm. to share. Yeah. Like you, you, you take photos that you want to be loud and yeah. you want to have a statement sure. and an impact and, sure. you know, kind of be bold behind them. Right? Sure, sure. Like 
I, I actually think for the purpose of this topic, a, a photographer's um, way of life, a way of their professionalism is actually a beautiful thing to, to, to view it as because mm-hmm. not every picture you take is good. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Never, what, 20, 20% of the pictures you take might be, Unless good. You're that's awesome. probably good. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a really good <laughs> fucking clip. Like yeah. if 20, if one of every five pictures you take is good enough to post, there's a photographer. His name is Peter Lick. Yeah. Peter Lick is a, famous photographer peter lick for some reason sounds like a famous photographer <laughs> he sells his he sells his friends for thousands and some wow, go for millions of cool. some of them go for a million dollars okay that's very and so he's not cool. snapping a shot and it's a million dollar photo immediately wow, right that's wild. so he has to get to that point i mean there's a ton of research and time yeah. and you know so, so, effort so, behind it so but what, what what kind of separates him though like the moment he captures i i that's what i believe so he just has an eye no. So kind of, yeah. but like, so there's only one time of a year that the sun, um, I forget where he did this somewhere in the desert, Arizona, Nevada area. The sun peaks between these, this hole okay. in this mountain. Yeah. And yeah it's like I've dead seen, valley zone. Yeah. I've seen and the way like he, that. so he's sitting out there, he, he scopes it out a couple of days before he checks the weather. He checks this where the time, like where the sun is setting. He has apps and stuff like that to do yeah. that. And then he hits that photo. Wow. But it's only like one time a year he can go do that. Yeah. I mean, he'll sell other prints that are they're beautiful prints. Yeah. And his style is very colorful. Yeah. Um, but there are some photos that are just you'll never see. It's just like the what was it? It was like behind the scenes of Earth. Okay. Earth. Yep. Remember yep. the Netflix yep. thing? Absolutely. Where they caught that Siberian tiger? Absolutely. Or whatever. Not Siberian tiger. Um, was it what was that? Not Siberian tiger was a type of panther. It was a type of panther that hadn't been recorded in like 20 years. Yeah. It was some, yeah. yeah, Some kind of cat. Yeah. And it was, they never caught it ever. Yeah. And that was so mind blowing. It was iconic. And they'll probably never catch it again. Yeah. Yeah. They probably won't ever see it again. Yeah. Have you seen all the stuff recently about how Nat Geo scripts, uh, or create some of the things that they got? Yeah. Do you remember I told you about the guy who makes the animal videos? You told me? Yeah. Well, it wasn't Nat Geo, but, or he does make some for Nat Geo, I think, but he makes it for like the Netflix shows. Yeah. So this guy for context for people. You're right. You and I did talk about We did talk about this. Yeah. And then I found an article and I went down the article and I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. (laughs) So long story short, this guy has a small looks like a greenhouse in his parents backyard. Yeah. And he's in his thirties or forties or whatever. And he does animal videos for Netflix companies like Netflix and he records bugs. Okay. So he has a ton of gear to make it really, really, you know, look really good. It's really, you know, zoomed in and really microscopic gear that allows him to create a scene. Okay. And that scene looks like it's, in the, out in the rainforest and it's just it's, and it's in this tent thing i remember seeing that yeah. it's like literally in a box yeah oh, there's a good one hilarious. god i wish it's called tiny creatures yeah on netflix this guy filmed an entire series it was a covid test for okay. him it was like not not an actual covid test but a covid challenge yeah he couldn't leave his house because he had nothing to do yeah so in his backyard i guess he owns several hundreds of acres in the desert yeah he made this whole season this whole series of following different animals and it's wow. all staged. Wow. All of it. The fi- all the fights. But I would still watch the- it. It looks it's great. Yeah. It's amazing. That's so But the guy made it with a small crew in his backyard. That is absolutely wild. I don't know how we got on this topic, but Yeah. No, I no, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how the fuck did we get all the way You were talking about travel? photographers and how yeah. it relates to this. Yeah, yeah. No, I so but back to um what's the photographer's name who captured the moments. So Peter Lick, obviously, he kind of dedicates his whole life to this. Yes. Right. Every single thing he does, he, he's an extremist. He's what we call an extremist. Yeah. You have a Peter Lick like, in your house. It's yeah, that's that, good. That, that's a big that's deal. Bougie. Um, 
I think that whenever we live in this world where we think that like success can come from being, you know, having a sense of balance sure. and, you know, like what, with what Scott's like going through right now, like he's working for, um, am I allowed to say, mm-hmm. Oh, like working mm-hmm. with like People revive know. and raw right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, doing a lot of stuff for them and, you know, helping with, um, you know, build the Nutella medicine that you're going to see team Haley be extremely involved in. Um, you know, like, like Scott's kind of not learning right now. So he, he already knew but like what he's going through right now is fuck dude. Like you want to, you want to make a huge fucking impact. And with huge impact comes huge dollars. Sure. You make a huge fucking impact. like, it's all the time. You yeah. know, it's not yeah. stop. You know, mine's, I, I, I would, I would say mine's easier. Um, I would say no, mine's they're, they're different, but, but, but that's what I would say. So mine's easier for my mind. And yeah. I think yours is easier yeah. for your mind. Yeah, just but like, I think yours is harder. You might think mine's harder. I have to always be on. I have to Someone be needs me to make their period come back. I can't fucking do yeah. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Scott has no idea how to fix the mineral. I can try. <laughs> Scott doesn't even know what a mineral means. Do not. I do not. I will admit that. And, but you know, it's like, like, you know, you we are extremists in everything we do like what am i ever not coach justin oh like, yeah I'm always yeah. coach justin. yeah yeah, yeah. where but am i never carrying a camera bag exactly around? everywhere you go you have your fucking camera bag yeah and when we're out even like in fucking round rock mm-hmm. which is a suburb of austin mm-hmm. like whenever we're out it seems like maybe one out of every you know three or four times we're out here someone recognizes who i am well if you're not coach Justin, you kind of have to be, I hate this term, but you have to be influencer, Justin. You have to, you know, take it, take it back. To, you do. You <laughs> take do, it back. You do. You, you just say, no, you just gotta be Justin. All right. I'm just, I'm just, there's Justin. no difference between influencer, yeah, Justin and Justin, which is dope. some people there is, but this isn't good. But sometimes when I want to turn off, I can't turn off. <laughs> okay. Fair. I think that like, sometimes That's I don't want to be Justin. That's fair. See, I don't have that level of yeah. experience at all. Yeah. Right? Sometimes so I, I just want to like crawl in a hole <laughs> to be quite honest with Call, you. Get on the couch yeah. and just hit the bong. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> like sometimes I just don't want, I don't want there to be a duty that could call okay you know yeah, yeah, um yeah. and 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 you know so it's, you always it's like oh you're coach justin man i'm really having this problem dude with my dude, shoulder listen to this and listen to this i need shit. i haven't been able to grow my shoulders i'm rolling my fucking this happens every time okay every time we rave on new year's it happened yeah on saturday it happened i'm rolling my fucking face off and someone comes up and on new year's they were talking to me about how much protein they need to consume oh my god scott it happens every time we go out. <laughs> every time we go out just know that someone that night is oh, going to it. ask me a question yeah. about how oh my god you, you got so big yeah 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 like oh dude <laughs> you know what's you know? happening a lot and this doesn't bother me i don't want anybody to think it does yeah. some people listen to ask i, I me. want you all to know that that bothers me that, okay, yeah, don't do that don't, don't talk about protein it's but it's similar to now i'm getting asked a ton like what's a good camera like <laughs> yeah. t- like like mark mark tom hit yeah. me up and he's yeah. like hey, what's a good camera man i just yeah. i need to get one i need to own i film yeah. and do shit like you and justin are and i was like okay i'll get to you i, yeah. I will but i gotta do this shit but, first. but right now like right now it <laughs> i just have can't like happen. i think i owe like four people and yeah. i promise if you hear this you're getting it yeah at some point you're getting it yeah but if you want to go ahead and do it yourself feel free four people that are waiting on me for that information. <laughs> that I'm sure awesome. like, I'm sure to people like, you know, big YouTubers, I'm yeah. sure that gets annoying. Oh yeah. It has to. Well, I mean, I, I feel like it's like someone asking me in a Q and a, should I take creatine? 
Yeah. Like it's so simple to me. And like yeah, the camera's yeah. so simple to you. But like from again, like roll reverse, like yeah. I could never walk into a camera store. If I you walked did. into a camera store, I would be jib. I walked into a camera store yeah. with a list of things Scott told me I needed, and I didn't even talk. I showed him the list. And then he tried to sell you on some shit. <laughs> and, and then he tried like, to sell no. me on some shit. And I was like, Yeah, my guy told me you're gonna do this. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, I, I kind of oh, felt good about that. Yeah. But um <laughs> extremism, what one thing I want you to kind of take into and really the only note that I want you to kind of take into, you know, the new year and what you're going to accomplish this year and the, the achievements you're going to get on that piece of paper that can back up everything that you say is if you, if you're actually going to, you're actually going to accomplish something other people want. If you're actually going to accomplish something that's noteworthy, that means something that has a tangible value, not necessarily financial value, just has a value placed on it, you're probably going to have to attack that achievement with extremism. You're not you're not gonna have or you're not going to get, you're not going to get that without having, uh, without being truly all in. And like what does all in mean? Um all in means that you'll stop at nothing to achieve it. And Nothing will stand in your way. And for some of you, that means family might have to come second. That Mm -hmm. means your relationship might have to come second. That means social events might have to come second. That means you yourself, your training might have to come second. It can't come first because other people are going to chase it and they're willing to put their family second. I'm not saying you have to. I'm saying this is why I will never have a family Mm -hmm. because I'm Mm -hmm. never going to have to make the fucking choice. And I'm an extremist. Sure. And my God, the list of things that I need and not just want are very long. Mm -hmm. The list of things I need for all of us are Mm -hmm. very long. And you know, what's cool about this though, is if you focus on, I I like your point to the extremism side of things, because right now I'm at the point where I'm going, okay, I'm like, I missed the training session today. Yeah, so Scott's training is not first. And the day it before. Can't be first. And two days ago. Yeah. I took and I trained at like 4 35 o'clock PM, yeah. which I never do. Yeah. It's a horrible yesterday. Time to train. It's yeah. so busy. It's terrible. Yeah. But I mean, but I got it done. But it's funny because I'm starting to learn, okay, if I if I keep this extremism attitude for a little bit, yeah, I think I can make balance come. come. I, so that is a great, great, great fucking point. But even within that, I think that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm extremist in everything I do, but I'm going to national championship game. I go out and I do drugs and yeah. rave and yeah, like have yeah. a good time. Yeah. But, but like, before you didn't do that at no, all. No. It was coach, 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 yeah. coach. Because so I had this, I had this theory. Yeah. That I know I shared with you before. I like what am I partying for? Mm-hmm. What what the fuck I got to go out for? What like oh, do you deserve it? Is resume? what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, what's on your resume? Yeah. And you know what a big part of it was? A big part was Mr. Ohio mm. was number one. Mm-hmm. And then that was also Team Haley's first seven figure year. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you know, I have things to celebrate now. Like I've I have two monstrous things to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one thing that only twenty two or 23 people have ever accomplished, which is a Mr. Ohio title. Mm-hmm. And sitting I have right something sitting right there. <laughs> it's going to be put up in a corner shelf over there. Oh, I like that. Yeah, right behind be the cool. corner. That's me. Yeah, 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 so yeah. It'll be seen in the podcast yep. on yep. YouTube. And the other thing was, I'm pretty sure team Haley was the first ever seven figure online coaching company. Okay. Based on the analytics that, you know, Steven was able to find. Sure. So these are things that weren't celebration. Yeah. And so, you know, then I started celebrating. Well, you know, now obviously things have grown a lot more. And so within the balance, 
the raving, the going out to dinners, the, well, I don't really ever vacation. I, I travel. That kind of shows. is your vacation though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I, yeah. like I try to have some leisure time in traveling for client shows and all of that, like that's kind of the balance, but the balance is still extreme. I mean, like the price tag on the national championship tickets would make my mother fucking faint. Yeah. Like going out and raping, too much money. like doing drugs and shit. Yeah. It's like, it's very extreme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what Scott's saying is very applicable, at least from what I found. Yeah. If you're an extremist person and, and, um, you know, you're, you are going to find balance inside of the extremism though. And honestly, like I feel like, I, yeah, I feel the most mentally at home that I ever have in my entire 27 and a half years here, mm. you know, within the extreme balance that I do have right now. Like, I feel like, yeah, I guess I can say I feel like for the first time in my life, like, I feel like me. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is who I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed right. to be doing. That's good. Yeah. And it's dope, yeah. right? And, you know, I, I think you're, I, I think very soon you're going to have a very similar realization of this is me. Well, this so is who I am. on your, on your balance side of thing in your extremism. So I spent for people, I spent all four, four years of college yeah. just getting fucked up. Yeah. Just getting oh, drunk. Did you really just getting drunk? I didn't do yeah. shit. So I didn't party at all. Yeah. So yeah. There, there's the big difference right here. Yeah. It's like you've now you're, now you're doing it. Yeah. I already did it a ton mm-hmm. and I feel very guilty that I did personally. Not nobody did anything wrong. Nobody yeah. did anything to me. I made the choice to do that. So you're like reverse and engineering. At the, at the end of college, I didn't this when I got the airplane job, yeah. which happened out of nowhere. Yeah. I went to my counselor and I said, listen, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't do any internships. I, yeah. do, I mean, I did that one, but that yeah. was kind of a favor. My, my dad helped me out or yeah. my dad's buddy helped me out. Um, I guess I could go back there if I wanted to, yeah. but I don't really want to all this stuff. And I spent, I was like, man, I'm just spending every weekend. Yeah. It's all, it's like clockwork That's every wild. single weekend going yeah. out getting fucked up and getting drunk. Yeah. And most of the time when I was out there, I remember just sitting in the bar, you know, seven dude like said there's like five or seven of us at, the, yeah. at a time always going out yeah. either looking for girls yep and i'm sitting here thinking man this is so fucking boring yeah yeah like i'm trying to so it's i drink cool. so i drink a little more and have yeah. try to have a little more fun yeah but i go home and I'm like this is a fucking waste of time yeah. i'm gonna wake up and feel like shit but you i'm gonna do terrible. it again yep. because i'm bored absolutely and so that that phase of celebration yeah was celebration for nothing for nothing and that felt that feels so very now guilty. celebration means nothing to you not yet yeah. i don't feel like i deserve it yeah like you said. that makes sense i don't so feel you like think i deserve you can it. find you yeah. can find yeah we're so that that's cool then yeah i so that's why I, I can't relate to it at all yeah um that's but it's it's cool to like hear that perspective and stuff i um I just, I, I can't honestly, waste, I can't waste any more years yeah, yeah. because I've wasted four. You wasted four and yeah. you wasted a shit ton of That's money a lot. I'm 28 years too. I know. Yeah. I spent yeah. 90 grand to go fuck, get drunk. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So no, I, I, I think that's a powerful position. It's something that I think a lot of people here can, you know, relate to. So earn, you know, earn the celebration, earn the extremism, earn the balance within the extremism. If you're going to do something great, there's only one way that's going to happen. And if anyone tells you otherwise, their resume is fucking weak. You got to go all in. You've got to be all in. You've got to make a lot of fucking sacrifices. And sometimes those sacrifices are things you don't want to make. I mean, the sacrifice I had to make uh, July 20th of 2019 for me to get to this point that I'm at right now was huge. Mm. Like I thought I I was dating a woman I thought I was going to be with forever. Mm -hmm. But for me to get to my next professional achievement, my next professional accomplishment, she had to go. Yeah. She knew she had to go. Yeah. And you know, then it was gone. Yeah. And you might have to make that decision. If you're called on to make that decision, how much does it actually mean to you? 
I'm not saying you have to. I'm not promoting you to fucking leave your significant other. Like, if you have a great relationship, like, you know, there's obviously other shit that was going sure, on sure, right, sure. in the relationship. Yeah. But, like, if you have a great relationship, like, I'm not fucking saying leave it. If you're called on, though, to make that call, how much does it mean to you? Because I can tell you what, I do not regret that at all. <laughs> Where I'm at now is yeah, unreal. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, I know I've said it before, I've alluded to it before, don't fucking pinch me because I really do think I'm in a dream. <laughs> but um, I hope this helps. Everyone wants change. You've got to do something. You've got to go all in. You've got to change internally first. You've got to change your environment. And you've got to really set yourself up for extreme success by being an extremist. Episode 118. I hope you guys had a fantastic new year. Fucking go bucks. I'm going to talk to you before then, though. So I'll say it again. I'll see you next time.